A devastating tornado forever changes lives, forever changes our community. 19 confirmed dead. This is a special edition of the Upper Cumberland at 5. I'm Larry Stone. I'm Rafferty Cleary. The search continues for some 50 residents off the Highway 70 corridor listed as unconfirmed at this hour. That means they cannot be reached, but emergency officials cannot determine that they are missing. These 50 residents might be staying with family or friends. The search and rescue continues with hundreds of personnel from Putnam County and surrounding communities involved in the grid search. The biggest concern now, looking for people who might have found shelter in a basement. And that basement might be covered by debris. The death toll stands at 19. More than 90 people treated since the tornado hit just before 2 a.m. this morning. County Mayor Andy Porter has been in the area all day. He joins us now. Porter says the county needs your help in identifying these 50 people. We We have have about... 50 folks that we have what we call unconfirmed. Uh, that's where that on our info line that we set up today for folks to call in if they had family or friends that they couldn't make contact with or uh, were missing uh, to call in. And, and those are folks that we do not know. Uh, are they staying with a relative? Are they staying with a friend? Are they okay? Have they been found? Uh, so that's one thing that we need folks to do is if you called in today and gave us the name of a person and that person has been found located, please call us back so we can take that uh, number off the list. We uh, we flew the area uh, again this afternoon and on the ground today. Uh, it's uh, as, as you've heard before. It looks like a war zone. Uh, most houses that uh, were hit uh, have been wiped away and uh, tremendous damage in the area. Power lines down everywhere. Uh, we've had gas lines uh, leaking. Um, all kinds of hazards going on uh, in the area, and and, and it's not going to be a uh, uh, one or two day uh, clean up and fix. This is going to be something similar to probably what we saw in 2015 with the ice storm where it's going to be weeks to uh, to get this going. Our main concern today has been search and rescue uh, going through to each home uh, making sure that there was uh, no one trapped, uh, no one buried under the rubble. We're continuing to do that and we'll continue to do that probably into the night. Uh, we'll have an update coming up at about 610 with our press conference and we'll have an idea of just how many homes there are left that we haven't been able to touch so far. So uh, that's that's kind of where we are right now. I know it's easier to do that process in the daylight and obviously with sunshine instead of rain, but it, it's still an arduous process, is it not, because you are uh, looking for people that uh, might have made it to a basement, but uh, that basement might be covered in debris. That's correct, Larry, and we have saw that with uh, other tornadoes in other places before, and so we want to make sure that uh, we do our level best to uh, check those basements to make sure that there's no one that's trapped down in them, and uh, we're even going to the point of using some backhoes and heavy equipment to move some of the rubble off of those to uh, make sure no one's there, and uh, we just uh, we hope we don't find anyone. We hope our death toll doesn't rise, but uh, until we've checked every house, uh, we won't rest. As uh, your team has been on the scene since just moments after this tornado struck, can you put into words the efforts of emergency management, of county officials, of sheriffs, deputies, Cookville police, everybody, Baxter, everybody that's been involved? I'd probably use the word amazing. Uh, you, you know, 
you've heard me preach this before that everything we do in Putnam County we do as a team and emergency services is no different. Uh, we have a great group of deputies, police officers, paramedics, EMTs, 911 dispatchers, rescue, fire, you just go on and on. All those people, along with the road departments and street departments and power crews, everybody works so well together in Putnam County. We're just one big team and we had one mission and that's been a search and recovery of that area today and I just can't say enough about how appreciative I am for the hundreds of people that are city, county employees and that have been down there and volunteers also with our rescue squad and others uh, searching the area. It has been a horrific day, probably the largest loss of life in modern Putnam County history that I know of from a natural disaster, but it's also been a, a great day when it comes to the way that everyone's worked together to um, to, to do everything that we needed to do in such a short period of time. We know that in these situations, Randy Porter, that, uh, you know, it, it tries people's patience. Everything from traffic to power outages, all of that sort of thing. Is it important to remember that patience is going to be required throughout the rest of this week, if not longer? Absolutely. This area is devastated. Uh, in some places, there's only one small lane to get through. Uh, there's going to be a lot of traffic of volunteers coming into the area that are going to be staying in Cookville. Uh, they're going to be here for probably the next several days and, and could be the next week or two. So, yes, it's very important if folks would be very patient. And I'll have to say, so far, the outpouring from the from the citizens of Putnam County has been unbelievable with all the things that we have, have donated already. We have churches that have their gyms already crammed full of supplies and water and food and, and all kinds of things that's been done. So we live in a great community and we just ask them to uh, remember to be patient and think that it could be them or their family that's going through this and uh, to be uh, respectful uh, with uh, with what's going on. Everybody wants to get involved. Everybody wants to volunteer. Everybody wants to grab a saw or a trash bag or, or whatever the case may be. Will those kinds of opportunities be forthcoming in the coming days? Absolutely, and uh, that will start in the morning at 8 a.m. in Town Plaza Shopping Center at 157 South Jefferson Avenue. Most of us probably know that as the old Hobby Lobby Shopping Center before they just moved recently. Uh, They will be meeting. We'll ask folks to meet there, bring your chainsaws, uh, bring your equipment with you, and uh, meet there at 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Then they will be divided up into teams and sent into there to start uh, uh, the cleanup process, but also there may still be search and recovery going on so we may use those volunteers for that also finally randy porter and i know it's been a long day and we certainly appreciate all of your updates during the course of the day but uh this is beyond a natural disaster this is beyond the damage this is a personal disaster and i know that has to have gone through your mind a lot today it has, um, you know, knowing all the uh, loss of life and, and loss of homes and folks that I was close to. Uh, we lost one of our city employees, um, and we lost uh, family and friends, and and uh, it's it's been a tough day. And uh, uh, but we will survive, and we will recover, and we will move forward because uh, we live in a great community, and it always comes together, and and we make things happen, and. I have full faith that that will happen in Putnam County. Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter. Again, one of the things that uh, the county officials need you to do right now 
is if you called the 646 info number during the course of the day today and you reported someone missing and they have been found, they need you to call that number back and let them know. That is the only way that we can make sure that everybody has been accounted for in addition to the door-to-door searches that are going on. Again, there are about 50 residents on this list that are marked as unconfirmed. That is, they don't know right now where this person is. Very likely that they're at a friend's house or at a family member's house. But again, if you called the 646 info number during the course of the day today and reported someone missing and you have found that person, please call that number back so that they can verify that that person is okay. And again, that number is 646-INFO. The Red Cross was on hand in the Upper Cumberland very, very quickly after the tornado damage was uh, uh, discovered on the ground with a shelter open at the First Baptist Church in downtown Cookville. Tara Stone is executive director of the Heart of Tennessee chapter of the Red Cross, and she joins us now live. Uh, Tara, you guys are prepared for this. Uh, uh, you got on the scene very quickly, and now the shelter is set up, I understand. Um, yes, sir, it is. Uh, we were very fortunate to have volunteers who are trained and ready to go um, that responded from the plateau and from middle and east Tennessee. Uh, we're able to get here quickly and, and start that process. What can people find at the shelter if they're just now starting to think about what are they going to do for tonight? Um, if they, when they come to the shelter, um, they'll find a place to sleep. Um, we have blankets and cots. Um, we have comfort kits available. Um, so they're just to meet the general needs of, you know, having a toothbrush, um, a washcloth, things of that nature, uh, things of that nature, um, just to get cleaned up. And we'll have food available. Um, we are working with um, local restaurants um, to be prepared for um, any food needs. Um, that we'll have at the shelters. Tara? Uh, um, also, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Please go ahead. Uh, just also, you know, in working with having, you know, snacks available, water available, everyone has been very generous in helping us um, prepare and plan for that. Do you have an idea at this point of how long that shelter will be open? Um, we don't. Uh, we'll wait and see, you know, what, what the needs are of the community. Um, we will, you know, keep that open as long as you know we need to. Uh, we don't have an exact idea of that right now. Um, you know, people will, like you said, you know, they may be at a friend's house, they may be staying with someone, may have reached out to the insurance company and have found a place to stay. Um, but it's open for for anyone, everyone that doesn't have a place. to hope that they'll come there. Um, and we'll just meet the needs for as long as we need to. Tara Stone, Executive Director of the Heart of Tennessee Chapter of the Red Cross. We appreciate uh, your uh, prompt uh, help today and all that the Red Cross does all the time. Thanks for spending some time with us. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. We appreciate um, all the help that we're getting from the community. Obviously, it's your community. I um, appreciate um, everybody working together. Again, the Red Cross Shelter, and that is the primary shelter now that uh, is open. That shelter is open at the First Baptist Church in downtown Cookville, uh, again, a meal, you can get a, a place to stay, and uh, no charge for that. Obviously, that's one of the things that the Red Cross does so very well. Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Corporation dealing with lots of power outages since early this morning. A majority of those, Larry, in Jackson County. Jimmy Gregory is general manager of UCMC. The majority of our outages in Jackson County uh, stem from PDA, 
transmission service being down. Uh, that also affects a substation that we call Roy Moss substation, which that includes probably another 4,000, three to 4,000 members. So we're probably talking a total of about 6,000 6, members there, um, customers. Uh, we think the majority of those will have power within a couple of hours. CDA is in the process of backfeeding the transmission line. It will be an abnormal feed. Uh, in lieu of having to uh, repair the damage to some of their transmission powers, which would take days, uh, they think they will be complete with that in a couple of hours. There will be a brief outage, maybe 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, for uh, substation. I don't think I'll I think it'll be Rickman, which uh, feeds into the Overton County area, so should not affect much of Putnam County. And then power should be uh, restored to most of Jackson County. Uh, we do have a section of distribution feeder uh, actually runs right in front of our Cookville office. Our crews are working on that. It's basically having to we're basically having to rebuild about two miles of it. Wow. It should be complete sometime tomorrow, uh, hopefully, maybe early Thursday. So we're talking some significant damage that was done to your systems with the tornadoes that have touched down in Putnam County over the past uh, uh, 24, close to 24 hours. Yes, sir. We had some uh, rather significant damage, um, but the, the majority of the outage it was caused by loss of transmission service from TVA, who also uh, suffered some extensive damage in between Nashville and Crossville. They have multiple, multiple structures down, and uh, those are large lattice towers and large steel poles. That they just can't get in there, and they can't, you know, it takes longer to fix those things. So they're working with us. Uh, TVA is working with us very well. They're, they're cooperating, uh, able to do some uh, backfeeding and uh, in lieu of, like I said, in lieu of having to replace that the tower down somewhere on the edge of the Cookville city limits. And uh, that speeds up the recovery for Jackson County probably 24 to 48 hours. Real quick, Jimmy, got to run here in a second. Um, what is the best way that folks can keep up to date with, with, with progress in getting the power restored with Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Corporation? Best way right now would be either through our website or our Facebook page. Okay. That website, real quick. www.ucemc.com. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Gregory, uh, General Manager of Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Corporation, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Um, uh, your guys do a very dangerous job out there trying to restore power. Has there been any injury results uh, resulted with your guys as they've been out there trying trying to do this job uh, for the residents of Jackson and Putnam County? No, sir. We're very fortunate. Uh, no injuries uh, to this point. Our guys do work in a very hazardous environment. Uh, but one that they're well trained for, and they and they take extra special precautions. Uh, and we feel like that as long as they do that, that they'll be okay. Jimmy, anything else you'd like to add for? Let you go. I got, I got uh, one last update. We think about 5 p.m. 
uh, we may be able to get the power restored over in the Jackson County and the Moss substation area. Okay. All right, Jimmy. Thank you so much. Appreciate what you do. Thank you. Larry, you see EMC also suffering heavy damage at its facility located on Highway 70 uh, early this morning, right in the center of the main damage area that caused some issues with phone lines at that facility. And we discussed that earlier in our broadcast uh, this afternoon. And uh, a three-axle trailer ended up upside down on the top of the building. Uh, And, of course, that's where they do a lot of their staging and, and that sort of thing. But as we know, uh, getting the power restored to that area of Highway 70 is not going to be something that's going to happen for several days. There's a lot of cleanup that has to be done. Uh, All of this, of course, uh, is uh, causing some uh, delays and cancellations and changes of schedule, as you might expect. We'll go over that list for you right now. But let us first remind you that at 6 o'clock tonight, there is a prayer, remembrance, and vigil uh, event going on at the Putnam County Courthouse, a chance for all of us to come together uh, and share this moment on what has been a very, very difficult day for those that have lost their life. Again, it is going on at 6 o'clock at the Putnam County Courthouse, and we invite you to be there. Tennessee Tech has announced that campus will be closed tomorrow uh, from President Philip Oldham that uh, tomorrow is being dubbed Tech Loves Cookville Day for uh, a day of service for those who are able and willing to help. According to the statement from President Philip Oldham, without the people of Cookville, there would be no Tennessee Tech. It is a privilege to give back. I hope you will consider taking the time to do something big or small, whether you remove debris, donate to a shelter, or comfort a friend or a stranger. Tennessee Tech's campus, again, will be closed tomorrow. Putnam County schools will be closed the rest of the week. Uh, All Putnam County schools will be closed Wednesday through Friday. The district offices will be open. School-age care will be provided each day at Northeast Elementary School. On Thursday and Friday, Cane Creek Elementary, Baxter Primary, Cornerstone Elementary, Upperman Middle School, and Upperman High School will be open from 9 until 2 for the children of families directly directly impacted by the storms. Bus transportation will be provided from designated shelters to these school sites. Breakfast and lunch will be available for these students at the site as well. Uh, Again, Putnam County Schools will be closed Wednesday through Friday. The district office will be open. On Thursday and Friday, they're going to open several of the schools. And, and Rafferty, I'm, I'm sure this is just an attempt to help parents who may need to get outside or take care of insurance or those types of things. So they're going to open Cane Creek, Baxter Primary, Cornerstone, Upperman, both middle and high school from 9 until 2 for those children of the families that have been directly impacted by this storm. That's what we're getting from school officials. Yes, sir. We continue our coverage. It is 519 on this Tuesday afternoon, a Tuesday that will long be remembered in Putnam County. The toll now of deaths at 19. Governor Bill Lee spoke just moments ago in Nashville. He spent part of this afternoon touring Putnam County with Mayor Randy Porter uh, and also Mayor Ricky Shelton. That's where hope for those who have really faced a devastating night, uh, they'll find it. So we encourage everyone to engage in that at the right time in the right place. I'd like 
for officials from uh, fire department, police department, NES, others to step up, uh, and we will 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 entertain questions so that we can get information out to people as best as we can. That's going to be our goal over the next on the as the days unfold. It's to keep people abreast this is we we had a press conference here this morning or at the nashville emergency operations center today we're doing it this afternoon we're doing it here those will continue uh we'll continue to provide information as the days unfold so we want our folks out there to know exactly what's happening so they can engage be happy to answer your questions governor you mentioned that the death toll is 25 people now can you break those down? I mean, are those most still in Putnam County? There are, uh, I believe, 19 uh, in Putnam County, three in Wilson County, two in Davidson County, one in Benton County in West Tennessee. And, and let me just say, too, there are missing people. There are, there are still people that are unaccounted for, um, particularly in Putnam County, and search and rescue continues there. Um, the National Guard is on the ground there helping with both cleanup and search and rescue along with all of law enforcement and first responders in that vicinity and in that region so um but as as it stands now uh 25. do we have a estimate of how many are unaccounted for in county we don't know the specific numbers about that right now do we have any do you guys have any understanding of how effective the warning systems were? We've heard from some folks that they maybe didn't get the text message or didn't hear the, the sirens. Do you want to address that? Sure. So sirens are an outdoor warning system, so I'll start by saying that uh, they're not meant to be heard inside homes. They're meant to be heard when people are outside, and communities adopt and choose whether they have sirens. It's not something, so what, while the people in Nashville are very familiar with having sirens and how the polygons work, in some other places, uh, communities have not opted to have sirens. So the National Weather Service mobile phones, we're all familiar now, have wireless emergency alerting services, WIAs, and uh, the National Weather Service was issuing uh, alerts via the WIA, the, the WIA. So I have not heard problems surfaced yet, but I'm sure in the next days we'll hear how effective uh, certain devices were. Uh, people will have things to say about carriers. But um, right now, as we understand it, the, the, the National Weather Service was issuing warnings as they were, as it was appropriate. And, um, uh, you know, folks can opt also turn off those alarms, which are loud and, and sometimes people don't like hearing them. This is a press conference from Nashville where Governor Lee and uh, members of his team are addressing. Uh, we, we will. Um, you know, a part of what happens here in General Holmes, you might step up here and, and make remarks to that. But a lot of what happens is you assess and then determine what the next steps are. So a lot of today was assessment. Uh, I will say this. When we got to Putnam County and we saw the need for search and rescue even greater than uh, what was originally anticipated and the amount of devastation that was there. Immediately, the National Guard was called out, and we sent uh, how many troops there? We've got 30 there now. Thir another 30 on the way. 30 on the ground now, 30 on the way. So uh, as we assess and as we see the damage and the need, then we deploy resources. But you might comment further about uh, that. Yes, sir. Um, so plain and simple, we have 12,000 soldiers and airmen that are citizens of this state that are serving in the National Guard. Uh, we will make every last one of those available to our communities on an as-needed basis. As the governor said, we've already deployed uh, guardsmen 
uh, both Army and Air in multiple locations, Putnam County primarily. We have debris removal teams uh, that were moving in from West Tennessee and then the, the wing in Knoxville. Um, so we are, we're prepared and poised. We realize that the initial response is going to be some time that's needed to assess certain areas. We've already talked to Metro about possibly providing some additional manpower and soldiers uh, there as needed. Um, we've got a C-17. It's on standby in Memphis, ready to haul any any needed uh, supplies into any of the areas as needed. So we're available. We're actively engaged. And uh, this is why our soldiers at Airmen wear the uniform is for this very instance. Again, 30 National Guards troops have been uh, deployed to Cookville, and another 30 are on the way to the to the Baxter area to help with debris removal, to help with search and rescue, all of the different things that emergency management officials need from uh, the National Guard and, and those folks. So those are, are those are being deployed as we speak. Again, 25 people uh, have died in the state of Tennessee, and the death toll now currently stands at 19 uh, in the Upper Cumberland. Uh, at Cookville Regional, a total of 90 patients have been treated. That according to the last report that we received from Cookville Regional. 18 of those patients were hospitalized. 39 were treated and released. There were 13 patients from Cookville Regional that were transferred to other hospitals. And you might have heard uh, Randy Porter mention that uh, one of those was a child that was uh, transported to Vanderbilt Medical Center. Uh, and there are multiple people still being treated uh, in the emergency rooms at Cookville Regional. Uh, they were treating people in the hallways. They were doing everything. I guess it was very, very early, and you may remember, Rafferty, that um, very, very early that they called in all doctors and nurses uh, to, to help with the situation. That was about an hour after the uh, storm touched down. It was 3 o'clock, um, uh, doctors and decision from CRMC was an all hands on deck and they called everybody in. It was, um, my opinion, great communication among, uh, CRMC and emergency offici- officials in, in Putnam County. This storm began its track across the state of Tennessee at, uh, just before 11 o'clock last night as it touched down in Benton County. That's Camden between Jackson and Nashville. The storm then moved along Interstate 40 affecting Nashville. Uh, just before 2 a.m., uh, the storm affected Cookville. Plenty of damage in the corridor between Nashville and Cookville. Mother Nature showed her ability to wrath, her ability for fury, her ability to affect lives. It's down in, in multiple locations uh, this morning, sometime short of 2 a.m., uh, the hardest hit area seems to be Highway 70, Highway 70 West from around the old drive in Echo Valley Market area west down towards Highway 56. And I could hear this noise and it, and it really, it, I can't emphasize enough, it sounded just like a train. Lots and lots of debris. And as I get closer to the intersection up here with 70, it just gets worse. There are homes that are completely down. When I got in there, you can only go so far, and then there's just, it looked like a bomb just went off. There's trees just folded over the roads. The saddest thing is to see a bunch of ambulances drive by um, headed towards Hensley Court. My best friend lives there. It looked like a bomb just went off. There's trees just folded over the roads. We didn't get much with nothing, but like, I don't know, 50 feet down the street, it, it's gone. 
she crawled underneath her bed just in time before the house exploded. He had a wall come down on top of him. Many, many emergency vehicles, it's, it's astounding how fast they mobilized them and they checked on us immediately. All of all these hallways are lined with beds and they are people being treated. They've called in all nurses and doctors. Say a prayer for Cooper and people of Baxter in this area, please, because the devastation, I, I, I've been a police officer and a first responder. And it's amazing, guys. That's all I can say. The cleanup is going to take weeks in that area along the Highway 70 corridor, stretching from Delmonico Winery in the area right around the Highway 56 interchange all the way to Willow Avenue in Cookville. Uh, the storm went up, went down, devastated, went back into the clouds, came down again, devastated areas. It's going to take a long time to bring that area back to normal. We remind you that coming up at the top of the hour, our community will join together at the Putnam County Courthouse and we'll have a chance for all of us to remember those who have lost their life. Again, 19 people now, the confirmed fatality number in Putnam County. There is fear that the number is going to go higher. But we will gather together at the Putnam County Courthouse for uh, an evening of remembrance, an evening of prayer for the very, very difficult day that March 3rd, 2020, will go down in the record books in our community for. Uh, as you would expect, many people have stepped up to help. Uh, our phones have been ringing all day today with those offers to help, and we're so appreciative. Let's remind you again that tomorrow morning at uh, the Hobby Lobby, the old Hobby Lobby Shopping Center on Jefferson Avenue, uh, folks will begin gathering there at 8 o'clock, and they are going to distribute you, bring your saws, bring your equipment, whatever you can do. Uh, Rafferty, let's also mention the email which was set up. Uh, ex explain, if you would, just kind of what the, the email is about. Well, help now at putnamcountytn.gov, and that is basically if you're a church organization, if you're an individual, if you're just some sort of organization and you want to help, whether it be giving money, whether you want to come out with tools, you know, cutting trees, debris, clearing roads of debris, uh, send an email to helpnow at putnamcountytn.gov. And um, basically, they're putting a spreadsheet together and coordinating efforts of who wants to help and, and dispersing folks that way is the way it's uh, being understood. Um, they set that up shortly after things uh, uh, started to become very fluid this morning um, with information. We have uh, some other organizations that have reached out. Don't forget that the Red Cross Shelter is going to be open uh, throughout the evening and uh, probably the next several days. That's located at First Baptist Church in downtown Cookville. Stephen Street Baptist Care Center off Short Street going to be there all this night with food, water, clothing, blankets, a place for you to stay, feminine products, diapers, formula, and maybe most important, prayer. Again, that's at Stephen Street Baptist Church. Their care center is located off Short Street, and that's right behind Jackson Plaza. Jefferson Avenue Church of Christ has a disaster relief truck on site. They are accepting, uh, they're going to be open until 9 o'clock tonight and for the rest of the week from 9 a.m. until 9 p.m. That's Jefferson Avenue Church of Christ. Christ Point Church in Sparta 
has set up two drop-off centers starting tomorrow. They will donate for anyone in need. Uh, they'll be hooking up with the Salvation Army uh, and the Foster's Care Closet. Again, that's at Christ Point Church, two drop-off centers in Sparta starting tomorrow. Uh, Chris Phillips from Air and Hydraulic Equipment will fix any equipment for rescue. You can contact Air and Hydraulic Equipment for that, and they have a, a 24-hour line. We've had so many examples, and you heard uh, Randy Porter mention that w- there's gyms that are full of water and clothes and all of that. And so, uh, as usual, the Upper Cumberland uh, is stepping up and doing it in a big way. I believe we have Eddie Ferris with us. Is this Sheriff Ferris? Yes, yes, go ahead, Larry. What's the latest you can tell us, Sheriff? Well, we're still working. Uh, we've got a, a crew set up for tonight. We'll be uh, currently still uh, working uh, on our recovery and, or excuse me, rescue and uh, a search mission uh, tonight as the night goes on in the West Haven subdivision and North McBroom Chapel in the Hensley area uh, tonight. Um, and so uh, we do have some. Sheriff, are you still with us? Well, again, the the bugaboo of the cellular service, as you have heard throughout the day, cellular service has been very, very spotty uh, in our region today. A a major trunk line uh, for, I believe it was Verizon, if I'm not mistaken, was cut by the storm, and so that has really uh, affected cellular service. I believe we have the sheriff back with us now. Yes, Larry, I apologize. The service is not very good. But uh, we have about 60% of the uh, hard uh, structures, uh, houses that are still standing. Uh, we are currently got uh, went through all of those, went door-to-door to all the houses that are standing. And we're about 60% on the, uh, the ones that have major damage or have been demolished. So we're working rigorously on that. We, we still feel like there's several of those that have basements. Uh, under them that we need to get to and so we're going to be working uh, through the night with lights uh, on uh, those particular areas for that uh, as i was saying earlier there's a there's an area that we're highly concerned about uh tomorrow we'll be uh, working more on that but there's some 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 uh land between echo valley and north McBroom chapel uh approximately 20 acres of of, of land that is uh, somewhat swampy uh, it's uh, grown up. It's it's over uh, six or seven feet tall. Um, it's an area that that uh, some uh, of our deceased have been recovered, uh, and so it's just a, a really monster to get in there and and to do that. It's just a slow process, but uh, we'll be uh, tackling that again tomorrow. But that is uh, one of our. Uh, concerns that we'll be trying to uh, finish tomorrow. You know, Sheriff, that's a part of this that uh, I, I don't know why. It just never had occurred to me until you said it of, uh, you know, you're, you're looking for people in this whole area. It's not just in homes and in, in, in their yards. I mean, you don't know where people could be. That is correct. We'll be implementing a curfew tonight uh, from 8 tonight till 8 a.m. in the morning for that area down there. Uh, we're doing that to... Uh, try to uh, uh, calm down uh, any uh, criminal activity that might uh, 
transpired down there. We're trying to, to do that. We're trying to keep the area calm so we can work tonight and, and go through the, the night and try to evaluate. We'll be planning through through as the night, even when we're not working, we'll be planning on uh, a strategy for tomorrow uh, and continuing our search efforts. So it is a very intensive. We are rotating uh, right now. We're rotating about uh, 15 different agencies that uh, volunteered to come over and assist uh, law enforcement and rescue. Uh, those agencies are coming from all of our counties around us, uh, being sheriff's offices and uh, police departments. Uh, so uh, we have a lot of manpower and a lot of volunteers that are stepping up to the plate to help Putnam County. And as sheriff, I really appreciate that. Sheriff Ferris uh, Rafferty here. Uh, just curious, you mentioned all the manpower that, that you have uh, involved in these search and rescue. Are, are canine coming into play at all uh, as far as helping you all search? Canines are coming into play. We we have had cadaver dogs down down in the area all day today, uh, and so uh, I haven't got a report of just uh, exactly what what's occurred with those uh, canines. But uh, we do have access to those, and they have been uh, been helping us. Sheriff, thank you for the update and uh, uh, and all the work that you and your team have done over these past uh, what now thirteen fourteen hours. We sure appreciate it. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it, Liz. Putnam County Sheriff Eddie Ferris, as again, uh, they will uh, be searching as long as they can. What We've got probably another 30, 45 minutes of, of some daylight, but they're going to keep searching as much as possible. He said they have uh, uh, searched about 60% of the area uh, that is in question, 60% of the structures, I believe, is, is the way that he put it. And I don't know, Rafferty, that had never occurred to me that that's a part of what this search and rescue is. I don't know why. It sounds dumb now that I say that. But, you know, people that were picked up by the tornado and... and just a reminder of just the power that that these things cause. I mean, we saw it uh, with the damage this morning, but, you know, it, a lot of reminders today about how powerful um, these these tornadoes can be. Uh, let's go now to the Putnam County Courthouse where we are getting set at the top of the hour for a vigil and a chance for the community to come together uh, and share a moment of reflection on the lives that were lost and, and the lives that were forever changed. And there are hundreds of those across our, our region. Uh, we'll try to get our Sheila Scruggs on from the Putnam County Courthouse here in uh, just a moment or so. Uh, while we wait for that, meantime, Baxter Mayor John Martin said his police chief and officers arrived on the scene very quickly Tuesday morning. He toured the area just after sunrise. I've never saw anything like it. You know, when we went to uh, to Double Springs and, and saw and just drove around some, uh, just never saw anything like it. Uh, just the people that was not affected by it, uh, God was with us. You know, that's all we can say. Martin remembers the 1974 tornado outbreak in Putnam County, considered to be the worst in the community's history. This is much, much worse. I mean, I've never, like I said, I've never in my life saw anything like this. I mean, it's just like a bomb went off. And uh, I know that uh, I talked to Chief Holmes this morning. I mean, he was out uh, about all night, just uh, just wet, you know, from the rains and everything. And 
and he just could not believe everything that was uh, that he saw. And that is Baxter Mayor John Martin Rafferty. You had uh, the chance to spend some time talking with the head of roads here in the Upper Cumberland in Putnam County uh, about their role in this. Yeah, uh, one of hundreds and hundreds of folks who are involved in in the cleanup and and recovery rescue efforts today. Um, Randy Jones, uh, road supervisor in Putnam County, uh, uh, basically their job today was clearing routes for emergency vehicles to get through. Uh, they spent a lot of time working uh, on that today. Spoke with him about an hour and a half ago, and that's what they've been doing since the sun came up this morning, just making some routes for the emergency vehicles to get through. And tomorrow, he said the focus would be on finding a place to put all of this debris, you know, a pile. And that was something that had not been um, determined yet where that would be or how they would go about doing that. Um, also... It just from his perspective, don't come near the area, right. you know, and that that's from everyone's perspective as well. I think a lot of the curfew that we heard Sheriff Ferris mention a few minutes ago is specifically for that reason. They don't want anybody out and about or, or, or near this area uh, in the Highway 70 corridor between uh, Baxter and, and Cookville. But um, just interesting all the different roles that these folks are playing throughout today, whether you're the Red Cross or the Highway Department, whatnot. And they're working in tandem, I'm assuming, with TDOT as it relates to Highway 70. But again, getting that road open seems like that's days away from right now. Interesting, you know, no structural damage to the roadways. He did mention that. Now, that's, I guess, could change once everything gets cleared up. But from what he could tell, he said no structural damage to any of those roadways out in that area that he could tell uh, today as they were working to clean clean paths. Let's go to the Putnam County Courthouse where our Sheila Scruggs is getting ready for the uh, prayer and remembrance ceremony. Uh, I'm assuming Sheila folks gathering already at the courthouse. They are. They are gathering on the side of Jefferson as we were set up, and there's parking still available on parts of uh, the square. But there's some folks that's already brought their candles. We've got some candles here available for you. And we've got Life Church that's warming up already. They're going to sing a song this evening. There's going to be four uh, members of the clergy to speak. And we just invite everyone to come out. And uh, at 6 o'clock is when we're going to start this in and, and, and remembrance of everyone we lost today. Our Sheila Scruggs reporting from downtown Cookville, where, again, the remembrance service uh, will be happening uh, at 6 o'clock. Again, that is at the Putnam County Courthouse. The right ingredients have to come together in just the right way for tornadoes to develop. Our meteorologist Rob Carolyn said those factors came together Monday night across Middle Tennessee. You know, a lot of folks may have gone off to bed unaware that uh, we had this complex of storms starting to put themselves together. I know earlier in the day, yesterday, it was looking like the severe threat, at least in the morning, was going to be out in the western third of the state and not make its way into the central part of the state. Uh, Later on during the evening, it became much more obvious that that threat was going to continue to exist through the central and the eastern part of the state. So folks may have been kind of going into bed unaware that there was the potential for uh, this type of activity. The other issue is anytime they get 
get rain wrapped, uh, especially if it's heavy rain, it has the tendency to mitigate the sound to some degree, where if you've got a, uh, a tornado on the ground that's not rain wrapped, you can hear it coming. It has a very distinct sound. Rain wrapped tornadoes, that sound gets muffled, and a lot of times it's not until they're on top of you that you actually realize what's going on. Uh, from some of the footage that I've seen uh, that was shot last night, uh, looking north towards the storm from downtown Nashville, it certainly looks like uh, the uh, funnel cloud was uh, wrapped in some rain at times. National Weather Service meteorologist will be on the ground Wednesday morning in Cookville. Based on his experience and what he's seen from pictures, Carolyn expects the team to find winds. Probably in excess of 175 miles an hour. And I've seen tornado damage in the past, Larry, where brick homes don't exist anymore and grass has been pulled up out of the ground by storms at 300 miles an hour. So uh, tornadoes are the strongest weather phenomenon that affects the surface of the earth. Um, you'll get a hurricane that'll produce, you know, winds in excess of 150 miles an hour. But uh, the tornadoes are the ones that can get up over 300 miles an hour. And uh, we had a very potent storm last night uh, work its way uh, through the middle part of the state. Um, the Doppler weather radar out of Nashville last night picked up a tornado and its associated debris ball at about 12.36 a.m. just to the west-northwest of the city of Nashville. Uh, the tornado then crossed uh, the northern side of the city at 12.38, and then it remained on the ground, more or less paralleling the interstate uh, for about 50 miles. Uh, it started to disappear right around Gordonsville out to the east at about 1.33 in the morning. Anytime you see a tornado on the ground for 50 miles, uh, that's the indicative of a very potent storm. What's going on is you've got uh, really good uh, venting aloft, so the air is rushing out of this uh, complex at a really good rate. That produces a partial vacuum at the surface of the earth. That's why the tornado forms. And anytime you get an intense tornado like that with winds of you know over 170, 75 miles an hour on the ground for 50 miles, we're talking about a really potent storm system. The survey team looked at storm damage in Nashville this morning. They found damage associated with a likely F3 tornado between 155 and 165 miles per hour. That was some of the damage in the Donaldson, Hermitage, and Mount Juliet areas. The storm that struck East Nashville was apparently a little less than that. But again, weather forecasters will be in Putnam County tomorrow to exactly assess what they are seeing. The Upper Cumberland has wanted to help all day long. Calls to us. What can we do? How can we help? One of the ways that people have helped in droves is by giving the gift of life. And our Billy Mack has been covering that part of the story from both the Blood Assurance Office and Cookville Regional Hospital. Billy? Yes, sir, Larry. Uh, here at Blood Assurance, the line is still quite lengthy, and um, folks are just they're not leaving. They want to give the gift of life, as you said, to, uh, with a single donation, three lives are saved. Now, I spoke with Director of Operations, uh, Lionel Lowry, who says that you can still walk up uh, and, and be seen to donate blood, but the best way that you can be involved is to go ahead and get an appointment scheduled, uh, and you can do so at bloodassurance.org. Or you can also call 1-800-962-0628. They cannot stress enough that the need is still going to be there in the next several days and even weeks ahead. So your donation is definitely needed. Don't let the lines deter you. Come give blood if you can.
They need all kinds of blood, Billy, but as we heard earlier, it is O negative and positive that are the most needed types. Those have been the most needed types. For today, they were able to meet their their quota that they need, but again, that starts all over again tomorrow. So O positive and O negative are going to be very much needed in in the days ahead. Again, you can give blood at the Blood Assurance Office, which is on Broad Street right across from the train, uh, or they are accepting donations at Cookville Regional, and we understand they have a, a substantial line in that. Billy Mack reporting live to us as uh, Blood Assurance uh, is collecting blood. Basically, uh, loan, uh, blood donation is kind of like a loan program, and uh, today with all of the cases, what was it, Rafferty, uh, 90, almost 90 people treated at Cookville Regional, uh, and so we have used a lot of blood that was meant for other areas, and now uh, the Upper Cumberland is stepping up and replenishing that blood supply. Time, time where you, you can't give enough. You know, we need it desperately, and uh, communicating with folks I knew across the Upper Cumberland today, that was where they were going. Uh, I think folks responded well in that manner. Today is uh, also Election Day, and that has been impacted by the storms as uh, polls remain open at this hour. Yep. Tornadoes, severe weather, forcing uh, Putnam County Elections Commission to make some last-minute changes for Super Tuesday. Administrator of Elections Debbie Steidel said seven precincts had no power and unreliable cell phone service. We couldn't reach them them by the cell phone and lots of these places don't have hard lines so we had to close some and the decision was made to open it up here at this office for those places that were closed which just made this place a little hectic but that's okay we're getting the people through the line is not terribly long Stottle said it's uh, hard to tell if the last minute changes affected voter turnout for the presidential primary but Polls will close at 7 p.m. this evening. Again, if you haven't voted and you're in one of those precincts, you need to go to the elections office, which is located on Willow Avenue. Legislative sessions canceled today in Nashville after electricity issues after that tornado struck downtown Nashville. State Senator Paul Bailey spent time with Cameron Sexton, Governor Bill Lee, and others in our legislative delegation to make sure that the region's needs were addressed. It's a sad day for uh, the Upper Cumberland and Putnam County as well as the rest of the state of Tennessee. And our heart goes out to uh, all the families and individuals that have been uh, impacted by this storm. But um, we are Tennessee. We are the volunteer state. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we, will, uh, we will rebuild and we will come back. Again, 30 National Guardsmen are already on the ground in Cookville and Baxter at this hour with another 30 on the way. Governor Bill Lee surveyed the damage today and pledged to do everything the state possibly could to provide services. Cookville Mayor Ricky Shelton surveying the damage as well uh, from the air around midday Tuesday. Devastation, uh, just complete and utter devastation. It it looks like a war zone. That's exactly what it looked like. To put it even more in perspective, when uh, when you see something like that and and you realize the the death and loss of life of of families and family members and um, our citizens, um, it's just um, it's just really, really, really bad. Tornado debris stretching uh, both sides of Highway 70. It was probably a quarter mile wide, 
and uh, as you said, where it started, and, and you know, it does go from about Delmonico, and and then you know, unfortunately, it was you know residential neighborhoods in the middle of the night when people were sleeping, and and um, there were some businesses damaged or destroyed as well, and then it went all the way up, you know, the, the city limits is that about at the Upper Cumberland um, Electric Office, and and you know, the roof of that building's gone, and. On and on and on, all the way into Cookville, and then we, when we flew earlier and landed at the hospital, over in the parking lot was a ten by twelve piece sheet of metal off of a roof with two by four still attached to it. So that's five miles away. So you know the the, the force of this of this storm uh, that came through and carried the debris. The debris field is multiple miles, but the the, the main destruction was about a quarter mile wide by probably. I'm, I'm going to guess three to four miles long. Multiple businesses destroyed along the Highway 70 corridor, the Echo Valley Market that has been a fixture in the area for decades. This morning it appeared it never existed. The Market gas station at the corner of Highway 70 and Jackson destroyed, as was Williams Auto Sales right across the street. Another Highway 70 landmark, the Dipsy Doodle restaurant, damaged but not done. Owner Debbie Daniels says... That will be rebuilt. As you can imagine, uh, the storm damage and the aftermath is affecting schedules all across the Upper Cumberland. Yeah, a reminder, uh, President Phil Oldham, Tennessee Tech University, uh, wanting to declare tomorrow a Tech Loves Cookville Day of Service for those who are able to and willing to help, uh, saying with... Uh, again, tomorrow, uh, Tech will close campus while the community, students, faculty, and staff work through some challenges they are facing, Oldham said. He's asking that tomorrow be a Tech Loves Cookville Day of service for those who are able and willing to help, saying without the people of Cookville, there would be no Tennessee Tech. Also, Putnam County Schools closed tomorrow uh, as well. They will be closed, actually, through Friday. District offices will remain open. School-age care will be provided at Northeast Elementary School. And then on Thursday and Friday, Cane Creek Elementary, Baxter Primary, Cornerstone Elementary, Upperman Middle School, and Upperman High School will all be open from 9 a.m. until 2 for the children of families directed impact, directly impacted by the storms. Bus transportation will be provided from designated shelter to those school sites. Breakfast and lunch will also be available for students at these sites. The current plan is for Putnam County Schools to reopen on a regular schedule on Monday. But again, Putnam County Schools will be closed Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday as the cleanup continues. The uh, Region 4 basketball tournament games tonight involving Upperman and York Institute, those have been postponed because of the weather. York Institute Athletic Athletic Director Bruce Winningham made the decision earlier this afternoon uh, makeup date will be announced soon once they are in consultation with the TSSAA in terms of how to handle this situation. Again, we're in regional action, but uh, you know, just just not appropriate uh, for those student athletes at Upperman who are dealing with uh, much bigger issues at this particular moment. And no doubt, classmates, no doubt, friends and family, all impacted by the storm. We are headed uh, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, to the courthouse, Putnam County Courthouse, for a prayer and vigil tonight, remembering the 19 people that lost their lives and the hundreds of families that have been impacted.
by what has gone on. We'll bring you that live across our stations. We will also be monitoring a press conference uh, that we will bring you in its entirety immediately following uh, the service tonight where we will get uh, the latest information from emergency management and uh, Mayor Porter and, and Sheriff Ferris. Uh, as you have heard in this hour, I think, Rafferty, the headlines from the mayor and the sheriff are, number one, the curfew that is in place tonight from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. Uh, in that area. Number two is contacting the 646 info line if you have reported someone as, as missing or cannot locate them. There is a list of 50-some people that our emergency crews cannot determine what they are right now. So it's very important that folks reach out, contact that line, uh, and make sure that you get in touch with those folks if you've located someone and, and contacted that 646 info line earlier today that's been hectic, a lot of activity going on. And uh, in a lot of cases, it's been hard to reach that line because of the cell phone problems. Uh, we do understand that Verizon Wireless brought some emergency equipment into the area to try to help improve uh, cellular service, data service in this area. But uh, as we've been able to tell this afternoon, there's still issues, and it's yeah. going to be that way for a while. So uh, you, you may need to keep calling, but it's important. Again, if you called that number earlier today and you were seeking information on a family member or a friend, that has been placed on a, on a sheet. And that's one of the ways that they're double and triple checking that everybody has been accounted for. And again, uh, 50 names that are called unconfirmed. That is, people have asked about them, but at this point, uh, we're not sure if they're with family members. Uh, they may be at a hotel. They, I mean, lots of things. They're, they're working happened. hard enough, or emergency crews are, through the situation that if someone is located and was on that list, it's just resources that are being uh, used up for, and I hate to say it, unnecessary reasons. Really need to work on contacting authorities and and letting folks know that you've located that person that you had called in about uh, earlier today. Boma Church of God is serving dinner at this hour. They're located at 10668 Old Baxter Road. Again, they are serving dinner. We have so many organizations that are helping. Stephen Street Baptist Care Center off Short Street, Jefferson Avenue Church of Christ. Uh, they are helping. Let us remind you that the shelter... The Red Cross Shelter is open at this hour. It is at the, the First Baptist Church right in the heart of downtown Cookville. If you are uh, maybe a resident of Baxter and are not familiar with the church, uh, just just find the depot and go straight down from there, and you'll see the post office, and the church is right behind it, uh, right behind Cookville City Hall. But that, uh, uh, that uh, shelter is going to be open all night with uh, food, uh, with a warm place to stay, clothes if you need it, uh, whatever the case may be, they can help you there. That is the only shelter, am I, I believe I'm right on that, Rafferty, that is now open. The only shelter that is now open is the one, uh, the Red Cross Shelter at First Baptist Church in downtown Cookville. We are approaching 6 o'clock from Light Rock, 95.9 WLQK, Livingston. News Talk 94.1 WUCT, Allgood, WBXE. Rock 93.7 Baxter and 106.9 Kicks Country, WKXD Monterey. We're going to take you live here in just a moment to downtown Cookville for this prayer ceremony 
a vigil, a chance for all of us to reflect on what has been a very difficult day. 19 people are now confirmed dead in uh, in Putnam County from this storm. A total of 25 people have been confirmed dead in the state of Tennessee. The majority here, some deaths in Nashville, one death out in Benton, Tennessee, in the western part of the state. 